You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Let's take that journey back into mystery. This week, we are talking about The Incredible Hulk from 1977. That's right. Uh, Last week, we had the 1977 Spider-Man, and this week, we're doing the 1977 Incredible Hulk. Also, a pilot movie for the TV show, so this made it into theaters, but was for a TV show. Uh. Also, I really want to know what's up with the pilot, <laughs> like pilot movies. Yeah, like apparently it was I, a thing they did in in uh, in nineteen seventy seven a lot. <laughs> they should do more of it. <laughs> That's right. We have another voice that you're not used to on the podcast. Welcome, Aaron Berrigan, who is is a part of Geekly Media, does a lot of behind the scenes stuff, but also has his own channel on youtube called ambiguously brown well hello how's it going <laughs> hello hello welcome in thanks for glad, having me glad to have you well thanks for having me appreciate it oh absolutely so I, it's i i have words about this movie but i will say they are shockingly better than spider-man 1977 Oh yeah, I I would definitely say that I enjoyed this movie so much more than I did 1977 Spider-Man. It is yep. made so much better. It actually has a coherent story. The only down part is that there is no bodyguard, security guard, samurai wearing kendo stick wielding bad guys. Every movie would be made better with samurai bodyguard, kendo stick wielding hypno the like hypnotized victims have you have you aaron have you watched the 1977 spider-man movie uh, i have not i've seen the 1977 uh, bits and pieces of the well, there's a tv show wasn't it yeah this was yeah. also yeah. a pilot for a tv yeah show. i the I've, I've seen bits and pieces of the tv show and even as a little kid when i saw it i, I just, all i could think about was just how janky his costume looked <laughs> <laughs> and how like how the wall climbing and the weird i mean i guess it's web sling <laughs> it's just it looked weird it looked like he stole his mom's nylons and threw them on. I, it was horrible yeah we we didn't have nice things to say about that movie um and i think mostly it was i didn't have nice things to say about that movie <laughs> yeah it was but, it was a lot of it was a lot of bad having to talk about that but we're talking about something good this week at least i think it yeah. was good like in in comparison of the two um spider-man 1977 was a hot was a hot pile of garbage this <laughs> feels like it was good and like i don't want to say cutting edge but like really kind of pushing some ability with like technology that was probably available at the time and um it felt like somebody who at least kind of cared about the character worked on it. Definitely. Yeah. And like, is I know that it is 
not exactly the origin story of the Incredible Hulk, but the changes they made, I was okay with. Like the things that they made different were were still good to me. Yeah, like you know the whole like, name change. Yeah, well, like calling him that's David. dumb. I mean, but, <laughs> but like instead of it being a bombing range, it's a you know a lab, so so to speak. You know, some and yeah. he's trying to figure out how to tap into people's adrenaline strengths, uh, essentially. But before we get too far into that, uh, Aaron, did you want to like throw out there what it is that you do on Ambiguously Brown? I do a little bit of everything. The channel used to actually be called um, uh, Tube University. So what I would do is I would find tutorials online and kind of put them to the test, like other YouTube tutorials, and I'd we'd follow them and see how accurate they were or whatever. And you were actually on um, an episode, which was awesome, and we did the live stream for that. And then uh, I know I got to make while, I got to make matchbook rockets. It was pretty awesome. It was it was a lot it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and then. Uh, then I ended up changing because I didn't I didn't want to follow other people's tutorials. I want to do my own thing. So I I don't really have a specific format. I do a whole little bit of everything. I mean, I do thrifting. Uh, I do video game stuff. I do console repairs. I've done weird food from movies. Uh, just whatever whatever I feel like making, I'll I'll make a video. I do have a question for you since you said weird food from movies. Have yes. you talked to Steven, a.k.a. Peppermint Gentleman, about the Hassy Hot Cup? I have not. All right. Well, you need to. Okay. Yeah, that thing sounds weird. Uh, I can tell you from first, like from experience, sounds weird is significantly better than it should be. What is it? It's um. Wait, first say what it's from. Uh, so it's from I can't remember the I can't remember the franchise off the top of my head. It's uh, from a, a cyberpunk game, like a game set in a cyberpunk future. Okay. And there's a company called Hassy, and they make drinks and such. Um, and it's a cup of coffee with ramen in it. <laughs> that's the Dad. face that that's the appropriate face to make for this. Do you have but, to put the seasoning in it or just the noodles? Uh, so when when Pep made it. He made spicy beef and he put all the seasonings in it. And um, it was, it was a flavor journey. I'm going to tell you that. Cause at first I'm like, oh, this is gross. What is this? And before I'm done with the bite, I'm like, oh no, I get it. Okay. Like I, I was the kombucha girl meme. <laughs> <If that, laughs> I'm just like, mm, huh? mm, oh, there it is. Okay. And it's not something I would do on the daily, but it's something that I would say I've tried and it wasn't awful. It wasn't awful. <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for that. That, sound, that does not sound appetizing at all. I mean, Aaron, I don't think you can really like judge. You did the the weenie twinkie dog from UHF. So Yeah, I did I did the Twinkie Wiener sandwich. I okay. did the uh Captain Crunch Pixie Stick. Uh, sandwich from Breakfast Club. Oh God! <laughs> and, and, then, okay. uh, and you didn't get diabetes? No, no, Sur- I didn't. Surprising. <laughs> it was actually not. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. I, I liked that better than the Twinkie Wiener sandwich. Actually, yeah, I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing oh, is, though, man. my my oldest, my seventeen year old, 
like every time she gets a little bit of extra money, she's like, Dad, I bought some Twinkies and stuff. I'm going to make some Twinkie wiener sandwiches. She loves them. Oh. It's <laughs> like, have at it. <laughs> I will not be cool. partaking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know how anybody could not throwing any shade at anybody just saying not for me enjoy up eat, eat them enjoy them for both of us well i have i have more weird food episodes uh planned just haven't got up, got off my butt to do it do them yet <laughs> so yes you can definitely you find his channel on youtube or his page on facebook and go follow and subscribe okay thank if you if you don't i'll fight you that's my one per show. Oh, that's right. There's Ian's one throw hands per show. Well, thank you, Ian. I appreciate it. I got you. <laughs> now, uh, let's get into the Incredible Hulk. Now, we know that there's a there's a lot of Marvel history in this show. Um, we have uh, Bill Bixby, who plays uh, Bruce Banner, or I'm sorry, David Banner. David Banner, sir. <laughs> and we have Lou Ferrigno, who plays uh, the Incredible Hulk, which apparently the role originally went to Richard Keel, who uh, famously played Jaws in the Bond movies. So, oh, really? Yeah. He, and apparently you can still see him in one scene in the show, in the pilot episode, or the pilot movie. Uh, it's, it's a scene where he's, he's looking up at the top of a tree. I'm I'm guessing it's when it's in the rain after he smashes the car, but that's all I saw in the trivia was that he's he's looking at the top of a tree, and they decided just not to go with him because he wasn't bulky enough. Like if you you remember Richard Keel from Jaws, he's a super tall yeah. dude, or even from Happy Gilmore, right. like where he's having to crouch over so so much because he's you know got a bad back and stuff. But <laughs> uh, yeah, they went with Lou Ferrigno instead. And Good choice. I thought. Like that makes sense because the first time we see the Hulk, I was like, "Huh, surprisingly lackluster for Lou Ferrigno." Okay, <laughs> I mean, he's so big though; like he is a monstrous massive. dude. Yes, massive is the right word. My, my, the only thing I didn't like about I don't like how in the the pilot and the earlier episodes, it may have been all of season one. Uh, how they had that false brow on him. Oh, it made yeah. him look yeah. all like a Neanderthal. It was that totally takes me out of it. I, the, the wig the, takes me out of it every time. The, yeah. The costuming karate, for karate hair. <laughs> the costuming for for Lou Ferrigno is definitely uh like the worst part of this whole thing. We should yeah. we should mention that Aaron has the whole first season on DVD. Yes. Oh. So he's a fan. Commitment. <laughs> I do. I, I I am a fan. I I do like the uh, original uh, Incredible Hulk. I watched it. I watched it as a kid, and it was one of my favorites. And you know, growing up, I realized how cheesy it is, but it just reminds me of better times. <laughs> you know, and I can appreciate that. Like I, that's awesome. I, I like that. Though. You know what though? I I I watched I watched the Batman sixty six show. You know, Adam West Batman show. But I never mm-hmm. watched the Wonder Woman with Linda Carter. I never watched this. I never watched the Spider Man. Uh, a lot of the older, like, comic book TV shows, I never watched. Surprisingly, so this is. Uh, I've seen clips of this before. Uh, I mean, who who hasn't seen uh, Bill Bixby walking down the the street to the Lonely Man? Like, it just 
it's a, it's part of pop culture. So it it was interesting to to actually watch a full the full movie. And I have what Ian and I we have what five more of these movies to do before <laughs> before the year is out. Yup. Yeah, growing up, you know, I was the same way. The I didn't realize there were so many of those comic book movies. The only ones that I ever watched up until, you know, I don't know, mid nineties, late nineties was um the Incredible Hulk and uh the Flash, uh nineteen nineties Flash TV show. So that was basically all the live action comic book stuff that that mm-hmm. I saw up and you know, I mean there was there's the Batman movie and stuff, but I mean like TV show wise, I didn't really watch the um too much of the whole uh sixty six Batman and stuff. It was it was too campy and cheesy for me. Even as a little kid I didn't like it. See, as, would, as a little like to, kid, I did like that. What was that, Ian? I would uh, like to point out here for anybody not watching the video of this. Um, <clears throat> at the mention of 66 Batman, uh, Mitch ran away and came back with his Adam West cowl and, is, right. now, <laughs> and is now demanding to be referred to as Groovy Batman. <laughs> and he's I doing mean, the Batusi. Exactly. Yes. I, I learned the full Batusi. It's my go-to move in the dance, <laughs> the dance mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get you that cowl now <laughs> it only if it has the you know the rubber stri- the rubber rubber band on the back so mm-hmm. Th- that way it can do my my full-on um uh is it dean dean venture that always wears yes. okay and the <laughs> and the drawn on tro- trolla eyebrows that's right <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who else was uh, the the female lead in this this movie? Um, I think it was Suzanne, Suzanne something, Suzanne, Suzanne Sullivan or Susan Sullivan. Um, that's what it was. She, I, I wanted to say like Suzanne Summers for a real, like because that's what was jumping step. out, and I was like, that's not right. That's, that's not right. That's not right. We're gonna be wrong again because that's what we do on this show. We're just wrong. She, uh, I remember as um, the mother to Greg on Darman Greg. So I just kept thinking about that and how much younger she looked in this. And then uh, eventually she, she was recently the mom to Nathan Fillion on Castle too. But I always think of her as the mom on Darman and Greg. So to see her in this was uh, a little trippy. Plus, was the one shirt that she was wearing at the lab like completely see-through except for where the pockets oh, yeah. were oh yeah i was looking really hard <laughs> <laughs> i was like i don't think that's proper lab attire like it no. might not be the best but hey it's the 70s well, you do you were they were they conducting proper science at that point though I mean, Banner wasn't. He he totally went and like just did experiments on himself. She was taking notes. She had like she had her recorder out. She was she was watching for rapid eye movement. Like she was scientist out. Banner was not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, taking notes and having a voice recorder, that's instant science, right? That there. is science. Just ask the dude from Mythbusters. It's like taking notes is, is science. <laughs> uh, we have this backstory of um, Banner and his, I'm guessing, first wife, Flora, 
who uh, dies in a tragic car accident, and he is thrown out of the car, but it tries to lift the car so that he can unpin her, but doesn't get to it. He then dedicates his life to finding out why other people have these bouts of strength to either save themselves or save their loved ones. And he gets to a point where he's interviewing a mother and son that had almost exactly the same experience as him and his wife. And the mother was able to lift the car off of the son, which is a story, you know, uh, uh, folks, folklore that we hear all the time. Mothers getting that burst of adrenaline to save their, to save their kids. He eventually figures out that the only reason why certain people were able to do these bouts of strength is because there were extremely high uh, levels of gamma radiation those days, whereas his day, when his wife died, had the absolute extre- lowest. <laughs> the absolute lowest. I thought that was hilarious too. When she, he looks at this graph, which is just a straight up like line graph of what all of time i don't know <laughs> it's an ambiguous line graph yes uh or his a plot purpose graph his valley is the lowest of all the valleys <laughs> of gamma it would, it would have made more sense if it was you know on one of the declines or something but the very bottom point oh that's <laughs> me he circles it <laughs> this is bull crap <laughs> he was so angry too <laughs> angry enough to go shoot himself up with almost two million rads worth of gamma radiation i love it too he was like i, I went to as far as the you know the machine would let me it's like a thousand rads where she's like no we recalibrated but we didn't make the di- we didn't make the change on the machine you did like two million and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> Which also, going back to, are you even doing science? There was no labeling. Nope. How was he supposed to know? Well, they also, to be fair, they also didn't think that somebody was just going to go in there and just crank the dial all the way to the right. I mean, true. This is true. <laughs> it's like, you at least need the dude from Spinal Tap in there to go. I mean, it should be 11. <laughs> um, so then, the, you know, he doesn't immediately turn into the Hulk. It, it takes him driving home, getting a flat tire, uh, busting up his knuckles, trying to change the lug nuts in the rain or to loosen the lug nuts in the rain. And then he turns into the Hulk. But like that first transformation, like he just starts punching the car and like things like up, up until the point where he actually lifts the side of the car and it tumbles over. I was like, yeah, you could do that as a regular person. None of that stuff was like <laughs> super strength stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can call one of those people that you were monitoring before and, you know, ask them to do it. They would have done it for you. <laughs> the mother and her son. Yeah, they would have came over and did that. But what, what cracked me up was <laughs> as an adult that has a car, I'm always worried like, oh, what if my car breaks down, this and that. Well, when... <laughs> when it got to the point where he busted his knuckles and he was turning into the Hulk and then he like banged on the side of the car. I was like, all right, well, you know, that's, that's some body damage right there. (laughs) And then he just smashes the top and I'm like, dude, you're going too far. And then he grabs the wheel and pulls it off. I'm like, well, you just stripped all those lugs right there. What the hell? I was like, well, you know, that can be fixed. And then he picks up the car. I was like, okay, that's enough. That's (laughs) it's, it's too far gone now. (laughs) 
But also, I want to. I want to. This I is going to cost so much. I want to throw out a shout out to that Jack on that car because he was pounding on that thing pretty good, and it still stayed up. Like I always feel like the the slightest breeze is going to knock knock my car off the jack if I'm changing the tire and I'm afraid of it. Exactly, and I was I was expecting his bumper to fly off when he was jacking up the car. I've never I've never jacked up my car from the front bumper before, but <laughs> no, right, it totally didn't. I also think that we need to revisit when he's been the Hulk for like a decade, maybe a decade plus, and be like, hey, remember that time when you got really mad? You first turned to the Hulk and you just destroyed your car and here's hulk banner just like let's not talk about it <laughs> like i it was a it was a rough day <laughs> and then when the cops come to ask him about it why not just say yeah my tire blew and my car crashed and i got out with my life luckily like why make up the story of a friend who stole the car and or right. you know yeah just you know, left it on the side of the road. Like, I don't understand the the thought process. Yeah. I would also like to point out why was the cop, when he rolled up to be like, yo, was this your car? Um, <clears throat> why was he hanging out with that jabroni reporter? <laughs> who's just like, yeah, who's just like, hey, what's up with this giant-ass footprint over that's, here? That's the thing that I want to know is, how does the reporter have the cast of the foot? That's evidence at this point. <laughs> right. And what's he, do, what's he do with just following the cop around? Wouldn't they just be like, would you leave me alone after and a certain what, and, point? And wasn't it like absolutely pouring rain? I mean, you would not get a, a cast that detailed. <laughs> You'd get a minor divot. for how hard it was raining and like let's just say like benefit of the doubt it only rains for another like two hours another hour even that's still gonna mess with it oh yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah and now we'll talk about the talk about the the meeting of the little girl by the lake which is obvious um you know frankenstein frankenstein uh, uh not rumor but um reference reference thank you um now it, it works out better for this girl than it did for the girl in Frankenstein, but uh, the dad comes over and shoots the Hulk. Now, do we think that the bullet goes through? Obviously, it doesn't do as much damage as it should, but the Hulk that we know can take like machine gun bullets and tank uh, ammunition to the chest and not bleed. Do you think it's yeah. just because it's his first time turning into the Hulk or he wasn't angry I mean, enough? I'm, not not everybody performs as well as they should their first time, so maybe we give him a break, okay? Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Or or maybe the creators didn't read read the comics. <laughs> I'm going to definitely say that's a thing that didn't happen. <laughs> I think uh, Stan Lee came over and said, hey, uh, so here's the basic story of the Hulk. He's a big green dude, and uh, he turns this way whenever he gets mad. And then that they were like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, and he's like, oh, yeah, gamma radiation. Just make sure you throw that in there somewhere. Cool. Got it. <laughs> and then they had to go back to the writer's room at least twice to be like, guys, guys, gamma radiation. And one of them was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to put in the gamma radiation <laughs> cannon. My bad. Because they just have one of those with a cool sci-fi seat and like a keyboard. And... <laughs> A weird face strap to make sure you don't flinch from the gamma radiation. And and, and his name's his name is Bruce Banner. No 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 no. Bruce isn't cool enough. We need something like David. They don't they just don't like alliterations, I guess. I guess not. <laughs> Which 
also thought was weird that we didn't get a Betty in here, a Betty Ross. Like, I don't know if that gets saved for the later seasons or not, but like his love interest after his wife dies is Alana. Yeah, but then she dies, doesn't she? She like, does. Did I misinterpret that? No, no, no. He, she does. <laughs> they, they they totally fridged her. Like it's it's a thing that happened. Do you well, know, I mean, like, Aaron? In the future, does does Betty Ross show up? Hold on, spoilers. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, okay. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think he does like a like a um. What was that show? Highway to Heaven kind of thing where he just they just he just goes to different cities solving different things and then that's about it. I don't think there's any one particular character besides himself that you know lingers on for any particular amount of time. See, and I will say this: I don't, I haven't in the past, nor do I now read Hulk comics on the regular. Like I hear that the Immortal Hulk right now is pretty amazing, but to me. Hulk comics by themselves has always just been Banner traveling from place to place, hating the fact that he turns into a monster, destroying some type of building, but in the end, saving somebody because he's the Hulk. Like, so I always, I never really got into it, but I could see how that works episodically, like going from, from town to town and hopefully uses some of his science knowledge to help people also but you know it's always going to be the hulk that needs to to lift up a a bridge or i don't know stop a bomb (laughs) i i will say i did enjoy that they did a very good job of not making uh david banner um a, a science man he was very much so looking into this one project and this was the kind of science that he did and it wasn't just like ah yes physics as well (laughs) just wait i'm sure at some point he's going to uh help someone get get well because he'll be a he's he'll be a doctor and uh he'll uh probably also be able to engineer uh uh the how to make a bridge better and then also uh fix a car (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure all those after things he makes the after he makes the bridge better he'll break it because he's also the Hulk that's true this is true <laughs> and he'll just know the chemical compound to making TNT like because that's just right. the thing that you do but honestly <laughs> that's just some stuff that you could just kind of know that's true like, <laughs> <laughs> well it's like you could do you could know all that now with the internet like it may it probably would have took a little bit more work to do just if you went and researched everything in the library back then. It's like somebody who's like random conversation. Oh yeah, hey, you know you want to know how to make thermite? Like, <laughs> sure, sure, bud. <laughs> Let me uh, just get my buddy from the FBI over here. Sure. How do you make thermite? Right. <laughs> how do you make thermite there, pal? All right, so <laughs> so metal shavings. <laughs> <laughs> um. What did you think about when they were inside the the testing room tube thing? Like every the hyperbaric chamber. Is that what it was? A hyperbaric chamber? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I thought it was smart. Like you don't know what it is. You put it in a big steel box and hope for the best. Like you did a thing. You tried. But then like a for effort. 
hey, I need to recreate the events from last night. So I'm just going to bust this pipe right here and just start spraying water all over this equipment. I know he put a tarp down, but anybody that works with electricity knows that that's not going to help. He also used a pipe wrench to unscrew it slightly. He didn't bust it, okay. sir. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> there sorry. Was some, there was some scientific method employed. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to start with a little bit of water. And we're going to work up to a lot of bit of water. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's funny was she, he, she had him sitting there in the rain, in the rain for an hour. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, David, it's been an hour. And he's like, Okay. I'm sorry, but 10 minutes and I would have been losing my mind. <laughs> I would have turned into a Hulk to the Hulk 10 minutes later. I just like the water's coming down in your face and it's just like constantly pouring into your eyes and you're having to do this all the time. It and rained like, this morning and I was losing my mind. <laughs> oh, jealous. <laughs> you didn't get any up there in Phoenix? Uh, we got some yesterday, but oh. it was like yesterday morning. Yeah, we got the bulk of ours last night and then this morning. Jealous. Yeah. Side note about the rain. I just ordered a skateboard and uh, I'm really upset because it's supposed to get here tomorrow, but it's also supposed to rain tomorrow. So like I want to go skate because I haven't done that in a long ass time, but I'm not going to take my new skateboard out in the rain. That's not going to be a thing. No. That just sounds no. like a uh, an equation for bad. <laughs> Doesn't it though? It's, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm no spring chicken. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping to one wheel this weekend, so hopefully it doesn't uh, doesn't rain this weekend. And thug life, do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the most extreme of one wheels. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, I he... mean, I... oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say no. so. So when uh, we actually. <laughs> He actually turns into the Hulk again uh, in the hyperbaric chamber. He they, they properly set it up earlier that this is like six inches of glass in this window. You know, it's we're completely safe, and he busts through that like nobody's business. And I'll tell you right now that that those glass shards were not six inches thick; they're eighth eighth of an inch at the most. <laughs> and every time he punches through, he like goes to. He does and doesn't go to grab her. And she explains it later is like he's not trying to grab me. It's just like he's just punching through and I'm being dumb by being really close to the window. Like I don't know why she kept going up to it. Um and then she's you know talking into the recorder like okay, he's made it to the first chamber door. Oh man, he just ripped that thing off. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I feel like maybe you should like get further away. Just leave. Go, go hide. Go hide behind the couch. <laughs> I just thinking back on it, it wouldn't have made for a good movie. It would have made for a funnier movie. Um, I just wanted it to be the neighbor from Aqua Teen Hunger Force who was the the science Carl? partner. Yeah, I just wanted it to be Carl. So he's like, "Yo, he just freaking the he just tore the freaking door off." <laughs> Yo, Fry Man, you seeing this? <laughs> that would have been amazing, right? <laughs> Look, dude, it's been a freaking hour. Okay, I'm gonna turn everything off. <laughs> uh, meanwhile. Mc, would you say the reporter's name was McGee? McGee. Yeah, McGee. he's he's um been snooping around 
Like, because he knows that those pesky scientists know more than what they're telling about this green, big green monster that left that footprint. And uh, at one point, when after Banner's turned back into Banner, he's uh, they're talking inside the lab, which he has now been able to sneak into. Apparently, lab security is not what it is today. <laughs> uh, they didn't have ID cards. No, buzz you in. No, no, no. Not barometric, biometric. Yeah, biometric securities. Um, she, he, uh, he, he's all like, "Oh, they're they're talking about it. They know they know something about him. They don't want him to come back." And then later on, when he's in there, like he's he he Bruce like takes him out, but because of the the or I'm sorry, David David takes him out of the lab, but because of the damage that they. He caused as the Hulk earlier. Some chemical mixes with electricity, I guess, or fire or something that was in there. So there was some chemical that that when that dude got startled in the closet, some chemical I don't know what it was fell over, and then like the liquid that was in it, it must have been acid because it was all smoky and stuff mixed with what looked like a bag of fertilizer or <laughs> something, and then it just combusted from there. And she decides to yell instead of like leave. (laughs) Instead of being like, it's about to explode, like on the way out. That would have been the better shot. She just like pushes between them, just like move, move. (laughs) (laughs) No, instead, she just yells out for David, which he hears outside, like a good 50 yards away from the door. And I assume the lab is in the middle of the big building. Like it's not going to be right there on the side, but well, looked, I think it is on the side because remember, uh, Mr. McGee was window. looking through the window and he saw the damage. Oh, I guess that's true. But it's still, he yeah. had to look and down, didn't he? Yes, he did. He did. So no, it's, it's, it's at uh, least in a basement. The gamma radiation, uh, messed with his ears. So he has whole <laughs> earring now too. Ah, that make that explains it. That explains and it. Every- about him is is strong his eyesight strong his hearing strong his emotions surprisingly weak so, but you know <laughs> i mean i don't know he lost his mind for he he had a very short temper yeah oh, like he, when he, when, he, he feels strongly but his control of them is weak <laughs> there you go <laughs> I mean, he even threw out the 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 famous line of "Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry." And McGee heard it, so I don't know what you, your explanation for him hearing her yell out David's name. And I you mean, know what? Bill Bixby was a freaking awesome actor. He was. He did. A, he, he did. did a great mean, job. He, was, he was pretty damn believable as you know someone that knew that they could turn into the Hulk. You know, like that whole oh, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me. That that sold it. I was like. Shit, it's got to be business. <laughs> and I think that overall, the performances delivered in this movie were good performances. They were great. The only, the only shaky performance was the kid at the beginning when they were doing the stuff. But you can't expect much from a from a kid actor most of the time. I can't expect much no. from kid actors nowadays, let alone back in 1977. That's, so, like, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, if that's if that's the weak point of your cast, I think you have a pretty good cast. I think you did a good job. Yeah, and the casting and the casting for McGee was spot on. You hate him immediately. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was about him. It's his dumb hair and his teeth. <laughs> He's got big old teeth, and I'm not about it. It's his hair and his teeth. Every single time that that dude 
came on the screen and opened his big dumb fat mouth, I was just like, I hate you. So yeah. Excellent yeah. casting. Yeah, they, he did a good job of making you hate him. And uh at, so we get to the end of the in in end of the, the movie and it's the funeral for Alana and the funeral for uh David, which surprisingly they buried them next to each other for some reason. Don't know why. Like it was cheaper that way. Yeah, and yeah. it makes sense. Uh, and he was there sh- no search party for was there no search party for David because it seemed like the um, funeral was pretty quick after her death, and like you have her casket right there, but there's just there's a headstone for David, so I don't know what I, happened. I'm guessing they didn't find his body, so they just assumed that he like disintegrated. <laughs> They're just like he's gone. I guess <laughs> they went. Hey, David. I don't know where he is, man. <laughs> <laughs> that dude died. Uh, but he didn't. He shows up with a backpack on and then walks the streets, walks away. So, I mean, what's the what's the thinking at that point? Why why fake your death and, and just leave? Is he going to be held accountable for Al- Alana's death? I mean... I don't know. I think he took the... the- chomp way out i would have you wouldn't you wouldn't you have like you know you didn't do anything wrong so wouldn't you have stuck around and been like this is what happened not maybe not you know explain the whole thing about the hulk but just be like hey you know elena and i were working on this thing and then dipshit mcgee comes in and blows the place (laughs) up she dies i tried to save her the end exactly like how do you not be like hey this idiot was messing around in our lab knocked over chemicals that are very volatile and this is what happens this is why we have lab safety folks this is but, why random people aren't allowed in the lab exactly but no david's first thought was oh i guess i better fake my own death and walk the earth <laughs> he, oh, he's a big fan of uh kung fu, kung kung fu. <laughs> Kane. so uh yeah no it this is this is where we were we end it with david bruce banner as we see in the on the tombstone and uh the incredible hulk now going into uh future phases of the marvel mcu we know that they're probably not going to be making any standalone hulk movies because there's that whole uh deal with universal that you know they can't make standalone hulk movies but they can have him be uh, a partner or a part of the Avengers or what as much as you want. Now, do you think there's anything from this that would make it uh, make good for being in the, in, in a uh, MCU movie? I think it would be really cool if they showed back up at that lab because like the chemical explosion happened and it was at a point in time where they could just be like, eh, building burned down and like, leave it alone so they could use it as a set piece for something later. Yeah. I mean, the MCU Hulk is set up, but in the Edward Norton incredible Hulk movie. And it's also not a bomb range in that. That is, it's a laboratory where he's turned into the Hulk, uh, experimenting on himself, which I think they definitely took from this show. Um, in the, the Hulk Ang, Ang Lee's Hulk from 2004, which we are going to talk about later. This year, uh, it's also a lab, but it was something about trying to heal wounds faster. Um, 
If I remember correctly. Yeah, by by using like starfish DNA or something crappy. Starfish or frog or some. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of other animal DNA. Which then you come to find out that his his dad had already figured out years before and did it on himself and shit. I mean, like, naturally, that's what you do with science. You figure it out and you go, ha, 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 sucks to suck, nerds. I know the answer. (laughs) Uh, uh, But yes, so... Any any any, uh, any other connection to the? I mean, we didn't see any other Marvel characters in this in this uh, movie, which is surprising to me. Like, uh, staples of the Incredible Hulk are Betty Ross, Thunderbolt Ross, uh, Rick Jones, um, but we Rick James, Rick James, you know, Brick House. Uh, no, but like, I don't think that I don't think we've actually seen Rick Jones in the MCU yet at all if i if i was remember correctly the, when this movie was made because you know because it, it, it is a pilot was it already picked up for a show yes okay I think so maybe they were planning on showing them later or maybe they just decided to do like a you know one one city per episode kind of thing and figured people people wouldn't want to sit around for um you know, like ongoing characters aside from the Hulk. I'm more than likely. Yeah. You definitely, they're definitely going to want to drag out the story as much as they can. And, and like I said, I've never seen the show, so I don't know what else is going to happen. If he just goes from city to city, I mean, that's, that's going to take a long time when you're walking, but I mean, I guess that's also the East coast for you. Cause I've only lived on the West coast. So, or in the desert Southwest, more to speak, you can't just walk from city to city. <laughs> it takes you a long time to get from you into Phoenix on foot. <laughs> well, I mean, you could, I mean, with that attitude, you're not going to get anywhere. This is true. <laughs> you know, you hey, never since, come since, see me, Mitch. Since you said that you haven't seen any of the, have you, you've just not, you haven't seen any of the original incredible Hulk TV show at all. Other no. than this, no. I've only seen like oh. clips. I've, I know I've seen the I've seen the clip of the Incredible Hulk fighting the bear and throwing it into. That's the... what I was just about to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that is in, that's in one of the movies uh, that we're going to be watching from this uh, this show. I also know that, that would, the, I also know that, fantastic. Yeah, I, I know that there is at one point a Thor that is in the show, and there is a Daredevil yes. that's in the show. Ooh. Yes. So. Okay. Fancy. Yeah. So, is is the Edward Norton Hulk movie is that considered part of the MCU? It is right because they is. had yeah. Captain America Shield at the end. Okay, so yeah. one thing that I do remember from that movie that they pulled from the original Hulk uh, movie that we just I, we just watched was the uh, "Don't make me angry, angry, angry." Don't make <laughs> yeah. me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Except he says it in another language. And he, he says it to somebody to in another language. Does he say hungry? Yeah, because he he's not good at Portuguese. I think it was Portuguese. That's right. Uh, yeah, because he's in uh, it's, Brazil. That's the beginning when he's in like Brazil, uh-huh. and yeah, he's right. fighting those dudes in the factory. He's about to fight him, and he's like, "Don't make me hungry. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry." And they look at him <laughs> <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> that's about like, the only. It. That's about the only throwback to the '70s uh, movie or show that I could think of. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, I mean, it, it also plays the, the lonely man song when he's walking, um, on the side, on the side of the bridge when Liv Tyler comes up to, is it Liv Tyler? Yeah. Yeah. It's Liv Tyler. Cause the first one was Jennifer Connelly. 
when Liv Tyler pulls up on the car to 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 get to him. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, there's not really in, anything in this that we could snipe or hope pre- hope to predict. Uh, maybe a McGee, a, 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 a pesky reporter shows up at some point working for the Daily Bugle, which we technically don't have, or I guess we do have, because that's what the um, J. Jonah Jameson's like uh, Infowars show is called, right? The Daily Bugle in the, at the yes. end of Spider-Man Far From Home. I think it's like dailybugle.net or something like that. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think you're right. I do believe that's 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 what it's called. So because maybe maybe McGee will be his uh, guy on the street kind of uh, reporter that will get some information on the Hulk. McGee, tell me what's going on. I saw Spider-Man swinging around. Dude looks like a murderer. <laughs> I got his footprint. Yeah, I got his <laughs> I found a footprint of some dude who's real big. It was raining real hard, so I don't know how accurate it is, but we got it, though. See, hi, Marvel. This is my audition. <laughs> Let me be that guy. I Actually, I think you should use this for your fiver and just like say, I, I, I can do all the, the cartoonish accents. I can do all of them. Hey, what's going on? Uh, hey, they all sound the same. <laughs> give me a character. I can do it. Yeah. Uh. Uh, g- uh, g- give us your your Texas t- oil tycoon. Hey, what's going on, I'm a Texas oil tycoon? <laughs> <laughs> Yeehaw, some shit. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. You know, one thing we didn't talk about last week, and sorry to to break up the conversation about the Incredible Hulk, but I would definitely want to get both of your uh, thoughts on this. Uh, Deadpool is definitely going to be a part of the MCU now. Um, Kevin Feige said that it's that they're working on part three and that it will be R rated. Like, how do you feel about that? And do you feel like uh, an incredible Hulk cameo in Deadpool three would be good? Yes. On both accounts. If we're going to do Deadpool, it has to be rated R because otherwise you're just going to, take away from it and sure you could poke fun at the fact like oops can't say it that make us rated r but like why why put yourself in that box i mean did you watch the the censored version of deadpool 2 after when they made like it the christmas special yeah the christmas special <laughs> where they added in the fred savage and took out the cursing and blood like yes i am totally happy that i got the r-rated version and that's the one i prefer but watching the the non R rated version, the PG thirteen rated version, like it wasn't bad. Like, is no, it the one we've already gotten? We've already gotten two R rated Deadpool's. To step it back to PG thirteen feels like a step in the wrong direction. I'm not saying push it even right. further because like it's obnoxious as it is. But I think Deadpool needs to be rated R. Yes, I, I'm all for it. I, you definitely need to see the actual sword going through someone's body, <laughs> kind of stuff. Yes. Uh, what about you, Aaron? It is, uh, yeah, and I, I, I think it's gonna, I think it's gonna be awesome. And as far as the Hulk showing up, um, I think it could pretty much be anybody now that he's part of the MCU. So, I'd, I'd be happy if anybody from the MCU showed up and, you know, talked, even just spoke to Deadpool. <laughs> I mean, my biggest hope was that you could get a uh, Chris Evans, Captain America to interact with Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. And the other big part of the news was that 
maybe they're working on a deal for Ryan or for Chris Evans to come back and be uh, Captain America or at least Steve Rogers for one or two movies. Uh, probably not his old man Rogers version, but a uh, a version of Steve Rogers at some point in his timeline. And you know, even though Chris Evans came out on his Twitter and been like, "Ah, oh, news to me!" Like none of those. None of the Marvel people are allowed to say anything until Marvel says something. Like, right? Even with uh, uh, Tatiana Maslany, like she had to keep denying over and over. No, I'm not She-Hulk. I'm not She-Hulk. It's it's not a thing. I'm not it. And then they were like, "You're She-Hulk," or "She's She-Hulk," and she's like, "Yep, I'm She-Hulk. That's right." <laughs> yep, I'm She-Hulk. I've been lying to you. <laughs> that would have been my tweet that I put out. Hey, Ian, do do your She-Hulk impression. Hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm She-Hulk. Wow. Watch me break stuff. Hey, what's going on? I'm a lawyer. I know the law. Hey, what's going on? I'm a lawyer. I'm also She-Hulk. You can't prove anything. I don't know. Follow me on Twitter. She sounds like Cake Boss. Exactly <laughs> what that voice is. Hey, hey Cake Boss. That, sound, that sounds like Paul F. Tompkins' version of Cake Boss. <laughs> So that voice comes from um, the show Comedy Bang Bang. Yep. Yep. Paul F. Tompkins uh, the, does Cake Boss and stuff. Yep, yep. That's that's that one. I oh, forgot that. Yeah. Oh, hey, oh, uh, Cake Boss. Where he was he was bitten by the cake bug. <laughs> yeah. The only words out of all that that I understood was Paul F. Tompkins. I know him. I don't know what Comedy Bang Bang is. I don't know you, what Cake it's, Boss it's is. It's funny. I would recommend it. It's it's a good time. <laughs> it is. It's it's like a better Eric Andre show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so speaking of She-Hulk, though, that is a Disney Plus Hulk show that's going to be coming out. Do you think that that show is going to follow this format? Is she going to be a walking around lonely woman who hulks out sometimes and uses that to save the day? Or are we going to stick with the more traditional comic book version of her of staying the Hulk most of the time and uh, still being a lawyer and just people having to deal with the fact that she's big and green. I choose that one. I mean, yeah, me too. I think they, yeah. I think if, if they want to keep people engaged, they probably want to keep it, keep her as, you know, the she Hulk. I really hope it's like a courtroom drama. <laughs> I, I mean, that would be definitely different. I don't know if people were ready for that different. Like we're already getting a little bit of pushback with WandaVision uh, being just the, the schlocky shit sitcom kind of the first for the first two episodes. Like people were like, well, there's gotta be more than this. Like things have got to happen. So I, I would assume that's that what's going to happen. There's nine episodes. We've only watched two. <laughs> I mean, if people couldn't push back on the internet, then they would just stop breathing as well. So, <laughs> All right, so hear me out. Here's my pitch for the She-Hulk TV show. Take the first four seasons of Law and Order. <laughs> Mix them up. Take pages from one show, like from one episode, put it in the other. Give it a good old-fashioned shuffle. That's your show. You know, Minus what, She-Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> just shuffle, but, just shuffle Law and Order. No, no, no. The, so... <laughs> Orba's character is now She-Hulk. <laughs> I don't know. We can, 
we we can keep iced tea in the show. Oh, that is okay. there we go. <laughs> um, I was gonna say is that in the old school She Hulk uh, comic books, she is also a character that breaks the fourth wall often. So that would if, be awesome if we get that in the TV show where she is constantly like being. Do you see these characters? Can you believe Ice T showed up and telling me about men on the down low? Like I don't get it. <laughs> so, yep. I'm for it. I actually, I actually like it when characters break the fourth wall. Not when they do it excessively, but every now and then, like when there's a little nod, you know, like they just like stare at the camera for a second. That's that's great. <laughs> so, like, is Ferris Bueller too much? No, because that's just that's just how that that particular character was written, whatever. But, um, man, I can't think of any like off the top of my head. Okay, like uh, Home Alone two when he gets on the plane and he's you know says hi to the dude that speaks French, and then the French dude starts speaking to him, and then Kevin just kind of like turns to the camera and then like puts his headphones in. Loved it. That that's a that's the amount that you want. You don't need yeah. full on conversations. You just need to like hey. This is ridiculous, kind of thing. But if if they yeah, but if they make her kind of like a, a Ferris Bueller character, not you know, obviously not Ferris Bueller, but you know the kind of style where every now and then she just like oh, so what am I doing now? Blah blah blah, kind of like a Zach Morris. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Okay. All right. So what I'm hearing <laughs> is we want She Hulk to encapsulate Ferris Bueller, but. Also, to be a courtroom drama like law, <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, uh, hi, Marvel. This is my <laughs> this is my application to be a writer for She-Hulk. <laughs> I'm very easy to get a hold of. Marvel. I, I think it will work. I'll, I think it would work. Uh, <laughs> all right. Any Please last things that show. you wanted to point out about this movie that you thought was great or didn't work? Uh. Nah, I think we covered it aside from uh, the fact that the Hulk just like pushed a tree out of the ground and still almost killed the girl while trying to save her. But like, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Aaron? No, that's that's pretty much my only gripe too. Like when we were saying earlier how they spoke to Stan Lee and I think they Stan Lee was probably like, oh yeah, this guy's pretty strong. They took that as, oh, he could lift a car, he could tip a car over, or he could pull out a tree, but you know, he's not like MCU strong. You know. <laughs> not yet, no. Not, I, Cap- not yet. Captain America could do all that stuff. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the mother and her son, she can do that stuff. Yeah, that's true. Sure. The, as soon as just put the son in some danger and the mother will take care of any problem you exactly. got. I want that but phone. I mean, other than that, I think I think it was great. Um the the Hulk's forehead and um karate helmet hair was weird uh i mean lou ferrigno was a absolute monster yeah which is fantastic which is awesome the acting was fantastic i you know i i liked it i didn't have any i really don't have too much too much bad stuff to say about it i'd, I'd watch it again if you know you know someone was like hey let's watch it well, sure let's do it since the the hulk in the mcu now is a very public figure uh being smart hulk and all i want in the future like him walking down the street or you know like walking down the street in on hollywood boulevard or or uh 
was it Times Square where people dress up like superheroes to to get money for by taking pictures with tourists? Like I want someone just to be in green body paint and look like 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 Lou Ferrigno Hulk like with tattered clothes and stuff like that. That's what awesome. I want in the future movie. Oh, I'm or, down. Or you know you're saying like um, the new Deadpool movie, uh, Hulk Hulk was in it. Whatever. What if you had a scene with uh, with him and the Hulk, and then Hulk goes to turn to walk away, and you hear the Lonely Man music, and then he turns back, and Deadpool's playing a little piano. That would be perfect. That would, would be, be great. <laughs> Other good pitch for Deadpool Hulk stuff. Um, have Deadpool constantly get distracted talking to Lou Ferrigno, but it's just a picture of Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see it. I could see. I think Lou Lou Ferrigno showed up in the in the two the last two Hulk movies, like both the Angley one and the Edward Norton one. Yeah. So there's that. I just think it'd be very on brand for Deadpool to be like, yeah, okay, you're the Hulk, but like I'm gonna talk to this guy. <laughs> uh, all right, Aaron. One more time. Where can people find you online? Um. My YouTube channel is Ambiguously Brown, so you can go to youtube.com slash Ambiguously Brown. Uh, if you don't know how to spell it, Google it. I'm on Instagram under Ambiguously Brown YT for YouTube. And uh, same thing for Twitter, I believe. I don't know. I haven't had my Twitter account for too long, so I think that's my uh, my Twitter account. But I have it linked to my Facebook page. And my Facebook page is the same, uh, facebook.com slash Ambiguously Brown. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. Ian, where can people find you? Hi, if you would like to find me. Um, I've been saying we normally stream this, but we haven't been streaming this recently, so I don't know where we stand on that. But you can find me at twitch.tv slash Ian Flux. You can find me on Twitter at Ian Flux 12. And you can find me on Instagram because I'm finally starting to actually post on Instagram again at Ian Flux over there. That is I-A-N. F L U X. And if you're on Twitter, I A N F L U X, the numbers one, two. Hey, Mitch, did you know we have a Patreon? We do have a Patreon, and we have exclusive material that only Patreon subscribers can get to. It's patreon.com slash Media. if you'd like to be one of those lucky few. Uh, also, the rest of Geekly Media is at Geekly Media on Twitter, at Geekly Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Media is our Facebook page. Check out our website, geeklymedia.com, for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts from our network. Please, whatever podcatcher you use, rate and review us so it helps spread the word of our network. You threw me off, Ian. You, th- you threw in the Patreon part early, so I had to think about what I needed to say next. Don't call me out like that. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Now, I know it's been a long time since you've had to do this part, but I hope you still remember it. So, until next time, this is Journey into Mystery on the Geekly Media Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. Geek out. So unenthusiastic. Did I say it too fast? <laughs> <laughs> because I, I remembered, but I kind of didn't remember. So I'm like, geek out. This concludes our broadcast. 